Welcome to the Life Central Bikers Church Podcast. We trust that this message will speak into your life. Father God, thank you that we can come before you, Lord, and, and just worship you. Thank you that we can sing your praise, Lord. You're altogether worthy, altogether wonderful. Lord, thank you for paying the price so that we may have freedom. Just as we keep our eyes closed, I've just got such such a sense that these folk, you know, you're really battling financially, struggling to pay bills, maybe got a pay cut, maybe you lost a job. And I wish I had the answers for you. But I just want to want to pray with you this morning. And so, Lord, you know each and every one of these individuals by name, Lord. You know exactly what it is that they need. You know their hearts, Lord. You know their desires, Lord. You know their faithfulness. So I pray, Lord, that you would provide for these folk in a supernatural way. Lord, in a way that that when they receive, they will know that it that it happened in such a way that it can only be you. Praise you, and we thank you, Lord, for your supernatural provision and breakthrough. And we pray for this in Jesus' name. Amen. And welcome to take your seats. Let's give the band a hand. This was a great praise and worship. Always good to, to be at, at this church, to be with, with family. Now, last weekend, you all spoke about unity. And one of the things that it's an enemy of unity is pride. And this is, this is not the kind of pride where you're proud of the Springboks for winning last night or, or, you, or you're proud of your kids for achieving something at school or you're proud of your spouse for what they've achieved at work. This is the kind of pride that, that has at its core selfishness. And so... When, when, when we read in the Bible about pride, the Bible speaks about pride in, in the negative sense, meaning that, it, that it's something that has at its core selfishness. And that's why we see God warns us against pride. Now, now pride can sometimes lead you to do things you won't normally do, things you, you often regret. And, and sometimes these things that we do out of pride, sometimes it has massive repercussions. And other times it just leaves you with a terribly bruised ego. And I'll use myself as an example here. At, at school I, I cycled a lot, did a lot of races. And so when, when the boys spoke about who could wheelie their bicycle the furthest, 
Of course, I had to chime in that I reckon I'm the main man. And there were some girls to impress. But uh, as, I, as I got on the bicycle, for those of you who cycle, you know, those shoes that click into the pedals, those cleats, I got on, clicked my feet into the pedals, and as I put some power in, I just flipped that bicycle. And sometimes when you fall with these cleats, your feet stays in the pedals. And so that's what happened. I landed flat on my back, feet in the air, bicycle still up in the air, my mates having a proper laugh, and me a very bruised ego. So sometimes pride causes you to do things you regret. And then there's, then there's humility. Now there's a, there's a story about a, a Navy SEAL, retired Navy SEAL, Jimmy May. And he tells the story that one of his mates passed away. And so leading up to the funeral, he reckoned that, that since he was such a good friend of, of this guy, that he'll probably do the speech at the funeral, or, or at least help carry the coffin. Or maybe he'll have the honor to hand that folded flag to his friend's mother. And as he arrived at the funeral and, and had a look at the program, he saw that, that he's not featuring at any of those at any of those things. And right at the bottom was his name. His job for the day was to tend to the VIPs. And so he was just so mad. This is his mate, and he reckoned that he would have played a main role on the day. And as he got ready to go and confront whoever set up this program, he said that, that this humility just came over him. And he realized that he does not want to be remembered as the guy who made it all about himself on his friend's funeral. And so I believe that, that all of us here, we've got stories of, of moments of pride, moments of, of humility and and all of us here, we've experienced both of those. Now, just to be, to be clear again, the, the pride we're speaking about this morning has at its core selfishness. And, and the humility we speak about is, is not where people walk over you. No, this is the humility that, that has at its core a, a serving heart, an attitude of teachability. Humility is defined in, in, in Proverbs 22 verse 4 as follows. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. Now the, the fear of the Lord here is, is not being scared of God. Rather it's knowing that only God is all powerful. It is, it is acknowledging that, that only God deserves all the glory and all the honor. Fear of the Lord reminds us that we should not place ourselves in a light or position as that of, of God. Only God righteously deserves that. And so humility then is 
we acknowledge that we are wholly dependent on God. And so, practicing humility shows that, that we put ourselves in a position that points all glory back to God. It means that, that we're God's children and we should love ourselves as He loves us, but, but not in a way that's self-seeking or, or arrogant in, in, in spirit or material things, not in a way that, that's full of conceit, not in a way that's, that's greedy. And so humility should be practiced regardless of your job title, regardless of your wealth, regardless of your leadership position. Humility in the Bible is presented as obedience to God. And so, when we speak about humility, it means you, you're putting the needs of others above your own. It means that you're sacrificing out of love. Now, the thing about humility, or well, about pride is, no one wants the guy on their team who thinks he knows everything. The guy you want on your team is the guy who's humble, the, the guy who's teachable, the, the guy who realizes that, that it's not about me. See, no one wants the guy on their team that you know, he inflates his face 10 bars if, if things are not done his way. No one wants that guy on their team. You want the guy on your team that's, that's willing to improve. The guy who, who, who want to help the team grow. The guy who realizes that there's more at stake than just me. Psalm 10 verse 4 explains that the proud are so consumed by their, by their own thoughts, by, by themselves, that, that their thoughts are far from God. See, when, when, when you've got this kind of pride, in a, space, in a space where, where you're the opposite of what God's seeking. God's seeking humility. And so Matthew 5 verse 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now the poor in spirit is referring to those who know that without the Holy Spirit, you are poor in spirit. It's knowing that, it, that it's only because of God's grace that, that we can come before Him. See, the, the, the proud, on the other hand, they, they're so full of themselves, so full of pride that they might think they don't need God. And, and maybe not in a general sense, maybe it's only for, for something specific. They reckon they don't need God, they've got this. The, the proud... 
strangely enough, they reckon that they deserve God's grace. But for some other reason, they don't want to show that same grace to others. Now, the word warns us against the consequences of pride. Proverbs 16, verse verse 18 to 20. Pride goes before destruction, uh, a haughty or an arrogant spirit before a fall. Now, we must remember something very important about pride. It is because of pride that Satan was cast out of heaven. See, he had the, the audacity, the, the, the selfish ambition to attempt to, to overthrow the God of the universe. And so when, when you're in a space where it's all about yourself at the cost of others, you're in a very dangerous place. See, pride has kept people from saying yes to, to Jesus Christ. Pride has kept people from seeing sin in their lives. Pride has kept people from recognizing their faults. Pride has kept people from asking for help. See, when, you, when you're full of pride, you miss out on opportunities to learn. You miss out on opportunities where you can touch lives. See, people are, are drawn to the, to the guy that's, that's humble. The guy that's proud and makes it all about himself. Folk tend to not go to that person. Because what will typically happen is, as they share their story, this guy will know better. It's because you didn't do it that way or this way. Or you should have done it like this. See, pride, when there's pride, you, you listen to respond. Now, while the other person's talking, you already, you already have a response. Humility, you listen to ask questions. Because you want to help. You want to speak God's heart into that person's life. Now, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 18 that we are not to boast about ourselves. But instead, if we, if we want to boast, then we are to proclaim the glory of God. See, it's, it's out of humility that, that we come before God, knowing that it's by His grace that we are saved and not because of anything we did. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says that when we belong to Christ, the old is gone and we are made new. So this means that, that part of the, that making new is firstly that, that we seek more of Jesus and secondly 
that we realize that there's more at stake than us, than, than just me. It becomes our mission to see other people get saved. Now, of course, Jesus was the ultimate example of humility. He came to serve, not to be served. And so, in, in, in the same way, we should commit ourselves to serving others, considering their interests above our own. And the thing is, when, when we do that, this, this attitude of putting others first, it uh, precludes or it prevents an attitude of, of arrogance, of self-seeking, of self-justification. See, Jesus was not ashamed to be humble, even to the point of death on the cross. And so when there is humility, we've got godliness. Godliness is, is produced. Security is produced. A, a contentment that says that God is enough. Proverbs 3 verse, verse 34, I don't think it's, it's on the board, but it says that, that God gives grace to the humble and he opposes the proud. 1 Peter 5 verse 5 to 6 says, All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. And so, therefore, we, we must confess and, and, and put away our pride. See, when, we, when we're full of pride, we, we're in opposition with God. And the thing is, because of His grace for us, when you exalt yourself, he, he will humble you. But if you humble yourself, He will exalt you. And so, practically speaking, what's, what's some signs of, of pride in, in someone's life? And the thing about what I'm going to mention here, it's, it's very easy for us to see it in all the other people's lives. And um, so sometimes we must just uh, you know, look inward as well. Some of these things might be in our lives, maybe not all the time, maybe at times. And so we see that someone who's, who's, who's full of pride, they, they don't accept correction. They don't, they don't apologize. Rather, they will give reasons why they did what they did. Self-justification. Someone who's, who's full of pride, they, they seek recognition. And then you will often see that if, if they don't get recognition, they, they duck back. And you must know it's because someone didn't see, tell them, well, thank you so much for, for what you did. Uh, saw what you did this time or that time. They want 
recognition. The thing about people with pride is they won't easily serve, but you'll hear them criticize those who served. They, they, they'll some moan about how the people served, but you won't find them serving. And then you'll, you'll find that they always know better. No matter what you say, they know better. And, and it's often to the extent that they are disrespect, disrespectful. And sort of what, what latches onto that is, you'll find that they are not teachable. They're not willing to learn. They're not willing to, to do it a different way. Because they know everything. Their way is the best way. You'll find that, that someone full of pride, they find it very hard to submit under authority. You'll often see them clash with leadership. You'll see that someone full of pride, they want to be the center of attention. Everything must revolve about uh, around them. Maybe, maybe if, if if you're in a conversation with someone, that person will typically come and and chime in, and, and they'll try and tell a better story. It needs to be about them. Then you'll find that they're very difficult to trust. Because they thrive on telling stories. Because when they tell stories, it's about them. And lastly, someone who is full of pride, oftentimes their comments and their actions are divisive and it's hurtful. Now, on the, on the flip side, when we look, about, look to humility, we see that, that someone who has humility, they accept correction because they see the opportunity to learn and to improve. They're often quick to apologize, to own up, to man up, to admit their fault, take responsibility. Recognition doesn't matter to them because they know that their reward comes from God. Because they know that seeking recognition for themselves, that's, that's selfish. That's the opposite of trusting God. You'll find that people with humility, they, they serve. Often when, when you say you need help, for this and for that, they're the guys that volunteer. They'll, they're the guys who will come early, who will stay late, the guys that will go the extra mile without you asking. Because even in serving, they're doing it as if they're doing it to the glory of God. People with humility 
they know that to be a great leader, you need to be a great follower. And so you'll find them honoring their leaders. You won't hear them talking bad about their leaders. They submit under leadership. Someone with humility, they teachable. Because they know that, that there's always a better way of doing something. They, they eager to learn. They, they, they eager to do it the best way. They recognize that their way is not the only way. You'll find that the people with humility, they want to build unity and that they can be trusted. You'll find that, that they have a deep respect for the people around them. And often when you spend time with someone who's, who's full of humility, you walk away there refreshed and inspired. And, and so the question to us this morning is, is it all about me? Is it all about me at the cost of others? And, and like I said, maybe not in general, maybe, maybe at times. Maybe in, in, in the week gone by, there was a different way of doing things, but you just stuck to your guns because you know best. Maybe, maybe it's just at times. See, at the end of the day, pride says that, that I'm more important. What, what others say, what, what others think, what others feel, it doesn't matter to me. I'm important. And if we, if we look at media, if, if, if we look at um, television, this is what the world preaches, the world preaches, it's all about you, I deserve this, I deserve that, the world preaches instant gratification, the world says it is your right to do this or do that. Whereas God's word, the law that's above anything and everything else, says serve. It's about others first. And so if we, if we say that we want to be more like Jesus, if we say that, that I'm seeking Jesus, then we must remember that we saw that, that, or we read that when Jesus was here on earth, that's what he did. Others came first. We read in the Word, and I've mentioned it earlier, that he came not to be served, but to serve. And so if we seek to be more like him, we should serve. See, pride says, I don't care if others get hurt. As long as I can do it my way. 
as long as I get the credit. And at the end of the day, this kind of pride leaves no room for God. Someone who's, who's moving with this kind of pride is not moving with the Holy Spirit. In fact, I want to go as far as to say they're not even moving in love. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 says, Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. And so today, maybe, maybe some of these stuff, these things jumped out to you. Maybe you see some of these things in, in your own life. Or maybe you recognize that this is the kind of pride that, that I need to guard against. And so then the question is, what will your next step be? As you head into this week, what is it that you're going to do different? This morning you heard about pride, you heard about humility. And so tomorrow, are you going to do things the same way? Are there some things you need to change? Maybe, maybe for you it's, it's very simple. You just need to start serving. Wherever God has planted you, you just need to start serving. Maybe it's as simple as tomorrow at the office, there's an opportunity for you to ask a question, and that is, how can I help? Maybe for you that's where it starts. Or, or maybe... Maybe when you walk out here this morning, you need to go and spend some serious time in, in prayer because you need to ask God, where is it that He needs you to build unity? What is it that He needs you to change in yourself? Maybe... Maybe for you, the, the first step to humility is respect. Maybe, maybe that's where it starts for you. Simple things. Maybe this week when you have meetings with people, you arrive on time. But you see, what you communicate if you like, you're communicating to everyone else that was on time that my time is more important than yours. So maybe for you this week, you start with being on time for stuff. Or maybe you like to, when, whenever a conversation is going, you just love to, to chirp in, you love to be a part of the conversation. And so for you, maybe the, the step of respect that you need to take is to don't interrupt. Because again, when you interrupt, what you're communicating is that what I have to say is more important than whatever it is that you guys are talking about. Maybe it's just real simple for you. You, you just need to realize that that hey, it's okay if I don't have the last say. It's okay if someone else finishes the conversation. 
maybe maybe this morning as we as we sang and as we spoke about pride and humility there's some areas in your life that you need to surrender to God you need to come before him in humility and surrender them maybe there's some some things you've been trying and it's not and it's not working out you've tried it your way maybe it's time to come and surrender those things before God humble yourself before him I want to leave you with the following verse in James 4 verse 10. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. Let's close our eyes in prayer. As our eyes are closed I I want to pray Psalm 139 verse 23 to 24 over us this morning. And I want to encourage you to make it real personal. Have this conversation with God in your heart, as you say to Him, "Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you, and lead me along the path of everlasting life." Lord as we come before you this morning Lord none of us are in the clear when it comes to pride Lord all of us here we have our moments where we just so full of it So God I want to I want to ask that that you give us your holy spirit discernment so that we can know that we when when we stepping in in that pride and right there in that moment that very second we can turn to you and move in humility well i pray that as we head into this week Lord, that that we move with gratefulness that we move in the humility of knowing that you of the god almighty Jesus Christ is the commander of heaven's armies and that we move with that confidence is when we move with humility in you lord we have confidence that we can face whatever it is that's out there because we move in step with you Well I pray that as we head home that you take each of us safely back home this morning Lord. I pray your blessing over each and every person here this morning, every family that's represented. They may have a, a great week. A week that they know every day and every second that you are present right there with them and that you would bring us all back together again yeah Friday for praise and worship and Sunday to come and receive from your word and I pray for this in Jesus name amen
Thank you for listening to the Life Central Bikers Church podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at lifecentralchurch.org.za and get in touch.